We acknowledge the traditional owners, the Bidjigal people and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on whose land we meet, work, learn and record today. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people from all nations of this land. Owen, Beck and Lockie. Owen, Beck and Lockie. Well, Owen, Beck and Lockie. Wow. <laughs> it's like, all right. And again. Now, now we'll record. After class. The, the podcast, podcast by students for students. A bit of a language barrier, I find. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Welcome to Sydney, guys. Oh, yeah, it's great to we be here. We made it. Here we are. Now, what do, what were we doing earlier that I f***ed up? Wow, guys, we are finally here. Finally. Finally. Thank you so much for joining us. You are with Owen, Beck and Lockie after class. And oh boy, have we got a show. But hey guys, let's not get ahead of ourselves too much. We're all after students, all radio students, but no one has any idea who we Mm. really are. Owen? Yeah, so uh, my name's Owen, obviously, as the name suggests. Um, so I've been a student before. I was a student at Monash in Melbourne for three years. So I know all about living on a budget. Actually, it might have been four years. Um, but and now I'm up here in Sydney. Moved up here for afters. Uh, and if I'm not doing any radio stuff, I'll be watching some rugby, watch Wales lose or win, hopefully, and maybe having a quiet drink at the pub. I'm Beck, and I am from Sydney. And so I'm excited to show these boys around. Um, before coming to afters, I studied media at Macquarie Uni, and when I'm not doing radio stuff or here at uni, I love to spend my, all my money on live music, <laughs> and I'll never say no to a festival. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is true. Um, my name's Lockie, and I'm the third of the pack. Um, I've also studied before, as the other two, studied marketing down at RMIT in Melbourne, Good and spent a little time, thank you mate, spent a little bit of time at SIN, the community radio station down there before appearing here at Afters. Um, in my spare time, oh mate, if I'm not at the pub with Owen, I'm at a gig with Beck, am I right guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you want to catch up with what we're doing, we are on the socials, at Owen Beck Lockie, on all the good ones, so be sure to check us out, give us a follow, and uh, see what we've got going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so each episode we'll explore the sights of Sydney, touch on what we get up to during class and after class, we'll interview past and present students and teachers to hear their top tips to study and what to do in Sydney. Yep, so this episode, we went down to Mardi Gras. It was at the SCG this year. Uh, myself and Lockie went down there. You know what? Yes, we did. Let's do this, do the talking. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, Lockie and Owen here at the 2021 Mardi Gras Parade. Live at the SCG. And it's both of our first Mardi Gras, so we asked some people what we can expect. Oh, <laughs> What are you most looking forward to tonight? It's my first parade ever. Um, I, and I'm, I'm quite excited that it's ticketed and there's a seat and I have to fight the crowds. There's a bar, there's a bathroom. Do you know what? Just the vibe. Like me, it's my first time as well. I'm just most looking forward to the vibe. Everyone dancing. Like, it's been COVID, guys. So I'm more excited for, like, get in the like, dancing, you know? Have fun, enjoy your pride, like, share with all the people and show everyone what we are, like, all that community together. Well, I've actually never been to Mardi Gras before, so I'm just looking forward to seeing all the floats and the costumes and the outfits and just colour and motion. Good tune. Absolute tune. All right, let's go to the bar. Let's go! Owen and Lockie here, the parade has finished the SCG, people are filing out and we are going to go outside and chat to some people and see what they have to say about tonight. 
Here we go. What's the best part about tonight for you? I would have to say that my favourite part of the night was paying $60 for four seasoning drives. I can, uh, sorry, it's not a favourite part, but we've come to Mardi Gras five years in a row and this is the best Mardi Gras we've ever been to. Mm. The, the parade in the stadium was great. I was right in front of the bar and I was also right next to the toilet. So I, I actually probably would say that the Mardi Gras this year was better because I was so close to the essentials. <laughs> I think how different it's been. I've been to a lot of Mardi Gras. I normally march. This would be the first year I haven't marched in a number of years. Um, and so to actually be able to see it, but in a really comfortable environment. So I tell you what, I'm going to tell you this. My skin was standing on edge when we had the Welcome to Country and I could smell like a bushfire smell coming across the ground. And I felt that is true inclusion. Like I felt like we were really at a point in this country where we were recognizing indigenous pride as well as everyone else is in this queer, you know, stadium. It made me feel really, really proud to be Australian. And I, I'd love to see more of that. You believe in love after love. <laughs> Just before we head off, who's your favorite drag queen? Well, I'm so a either drag give queen, us your so I are. would say Felta Goodman. She's fresh. She's never been out. We've had an amazing night tonight. Uh, we're going to head off. See you in the studio. Owen and Lockie signing out. Yeah! We get it, Beck. You're too busy for us. You're, You're listening, listening to Owen, Beck and Lockie. After, after class. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> oh, guys, I'm so jealous I missed out on that. It sounds you like did. so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. And I'm here to hear from Nick Kelly later on, who actually did some work with Two Day at Mardi Gras. Yeah, great. That's a great chat with him. Yeah. But first, we had a chat to Taryn, so let's check that out. Let's do it. I'm Taryn LaFauci. I am the radio program coordinator here at Afters. Uh, I would say that is my job title, but um, I definitely have lots of other hats that I wear outside of my role. So I'm a singer-songwriter and currently in the final stages of an online psychology honours through Monash in Melbourne. What would be your best advice for a new student? So I've been working with Grad Dip radio students for about almost five years now. Um, I'd say the top tip for the course or while you're here at afters is um, probably say two. One is definitely use like all of the resources available to you. So the studios, the library, just anything on offer, all of the amazing things that are in Moodle. Um, I think it's such an incredible school. I'm from North Queensland, so I didn't know afters existed, even though uh, before I worked here, I didn't really know much about the school. But since working here, um, I think it's such an incredible opportunity to be given access and I know that from all the incredible industry guests we get in through the radio course that they're just blown away by the equipment you guys get to learn and practice on. Um, so I'd say definitely take advantage of that. And then second, I think to treat the course like you're already working in industry. So you're going to get such incredible opportunities to be in front of industry and also through you know guest lecturers and also how you engage with industry already or not just industry like you know interviews and things like that through your live broadcasts and then also you know unlike kind of other uni degrees emails like we spoke a bit about in o week being on top of those being able to communicate with people being able to respond to people quickly um and just you know using that as a skill gets you industry ready because the whole point i guess of being here especially for the graduate diploma in radio is getting you ready for industry and i think some people really under anticipate 
how much all of those skills like communication, being on time, making sure you manage your time and that you're really great at managing all of the communications that are coming in at you all the time is really going to help you when you get out and get a job. What would be your favorite afters memory? Um, I would probably say there's there's quite a few, but one comes to mind particularly with for you guys as students, it'd probably be my first show radio. So you guys are, will be coming up, you know, past students and students that are potentially looking to come and study afters. It's such a cool experience. Like the show is so massive. The Townsville show, very small in comparison to the Sydney Royal Easter <laughs> show. Um, and just, there's just so much to do. And I think for you guys as students as well, you're quite... Um, a bit nervous, a bit excited, not sure like what's going to happen. It's two weeks. You're suddenly thrown in. Um, you're doing all your learning and stuff, but this is like the first time you're getting out and actually getting interviews. You're live on air. You you know having to you know create content back to back for two weeks and you know make sure that you guys aren't co- covering the same things. And so I think the first really great memory at Afters was kind of taking that first group when I was here through Show Radio and then just seeing how much everybody's enjoyed it you know, and continues to enjoy it each year that I've been at the course. So, yeah. What would be the best thing to see or do in Sydney? Um, so, yes, I, unlike some of you, I've not from Sydney originally, um, spent a lot of time in Newtown. So I do love Newtown, like the pubs. And um, I definitely say go get a Mary's cheeseburger. Um, they're mm. not just um, <laughs> in Newtown now. Um, they're, they've got locations in the city and down near Darling Harbour. Sorry, not Darling Harbour, Circular Quay. But definitely go get a Mary's cheeseburger. And they do mushroom burgers, which are just as good if mm. meat's not your yep. jam. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I would definitely say as well, I've been to the last couple of times. It's called, um, I think it's Taco. In It's a Japanese in Surrey Hills. And it's also very excellent um, food wise. And then music. I think you have to go to the Enmore Theatre at some yep. point while you're yep. here. Um, and, you know, someone who you know, really loved house concerts. If you ever get an opportunity or there's some grassroots house concerts or really small, intimate gigs happening, um, I definitely recommend it. The vibe is like no other. People really appreciate being so close to the artists and you never know where those artists will will be. Um, You know, I saw... Um, actually, we got Julia Jacqueline to come play on like a porch in Newtown. Oh, cool. And yeah, she's, you know, all over the world now. So um, when I was coming through the scene, we had, you know, Beck Sandridge and lots of different artists that are now doing really well that were kind of singing in living rooms that, you know, our living rooms in around the inner west. So I definitely Amazing. say, yeah, get get into a grassroots or house concerty type gig. Speaking of music, mm-hmm. um Shut yourself out. Oh. Where can we find you? Um, I would definitely say Bandcamp's probably the best place okay. to find me. Um, that's got kind of all of my releases. Um, and then I'm on, you know, face, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. And then I've got, you know, some um, video clips and stuff on YouTube. But yeah, Bandcamp's definitely the place to find it all. Beauty. Come get cool. on it. Amazing. And just quickly, I know we covered on uh, tips for new students, but is there any secret things that afters, like where's the best place for lunch or anything like that oh, you think yes, you wish you knew on day one? I am... I don't know if it's secret because yeah. you kind of walk past on the way up, but I, <laughs> yeah. I have had many a miso soup at the Japanese, the little Japanese store. Um, I am kind of a sucker for Japanese, as you yeah. would have already yeah. <laughs> um, seen. Uh, so, yeah, I really, really love that. And then also there's a really great salad place kind of opposite where the gym is. I'm not oh, sure okay. of the name of it, but that also has really excellent salads. And Alicia and I from marketing last week saw Buddy Franklin oh, down wow. there as well. Um, and I'm an NRL girl, but... I knew that was someone I should probably know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it turns out it was. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that place is great too. Yeah, great. 
Cool. Is Buddy the biggest name you've seen walking around? We saw Guy the other week, Guy oh, Sebastian. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few like Roosters NRL yes. players, obviously, because they're um, quite li- like based here. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I have seen someone bigger. They did used to, um, pre-COVID, do a lot of the like Sydney movie premieres at Hoyts. Yeah, okay. So they would set up like really big like kind of installations um, and would have props and red carpets yeah. and things like that. So I do know that one of our stu- um, students, Maria, actually, Demetrakis, when she was in the ad dip, so before she did the crad dip, she pretended she was media um, oh, and yeah. used it after's pass and got to the front of a movie premiere. No um, <laughs> so that was, we found out about that the next day and, and had a chuckle. So yeah, there, there has been, actually, and Chris Hemsworth has been in the building. Oh, yeah, wow. But wow. I was in Queensland. I was oh, so bummed. Nightmare. Danny got a photo. I know. I was like, are you kidding? Like, it was pre-COVID. I was like, I'm here five days a week, every week. And I went home to see family and Chris Hemsworth was launching because the Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of so they have opportunities, I guess, for the film industry, um, doing more films down down in Australia now. Um, he came on site to kind of launch that out the front of the building. So he has been on site. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I saw a um, Facebook post about that. Yeah. 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 So I think like, um, so they're obviously filming right now, yeah. but when that broke, um, he, he came to kind of announce that more movies would be um, happening here. So he did that at Afters, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe we can Photoshop a photo of you with him and we'll, we'll put it up and we'll send it to you. And you can just I tell mean, everyone, yeah, I met him. I, I was, was there. Totally here that <laughs> it makes day. sense. I worked there. I did, yeah, I didn't miss it. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I'd love to see that. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me. No, no, thank, thank you. you thank, so thank you so much for coming us. on. Yes. Anytime. You're listening to <laughs> Owen Beck. And Lockie, I said. <laughs> Great to speak to Taryn there. So each episode, we are going to be speaking with a different staff member or student yeah. at different universities around Sydney. So really keen to learn off them. Probably the first will be at afters because that's where we study. Um, but keen to get some other ones uh, around the around the city, I guess. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, yeah. So coming up now, we've got fun finds. So this is where we're going to find out some more about unis. Yeah. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a there's a theme here. Um, it is a podcast by students for Funny students. That. Yeah. Um, so what we do, we have we have a fun fact that's told to us. So if you've got any, let us know on the socials. Lockie, what are the social? What's the handle? At Owen Beck Lockie. Uh, as Owen said, let us know. And we may visit your uni and mm. uh, come find out, come fact check your fun find. <laughs> yeah, so I want to know, surely there's a, there's a uni that's haunted in this city. I and I want to so, go yeah. fact find that. There'll so have to be one. There'll have yeah. to be one. Maybe we can research it. But we let us take... know. <laughs> we'll let yeah, us know. Yeah. Um, so let's get to it and listen to what we did this week. Owen, Beck and Lockie, and we're here at Afters, out the front of the main building. Yes, that's right, and it is time for our fun find of the week. Oh, yeah. Where we pick out a fun fact, and then we have to do a bit of research and find out about it. Lockie, it's your turn this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. All right, right, here we go. Pick one out, pick one out. Pick out. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay, guys, apparently on campus... At Afters. At Afters, the Australian Film, Television and Radio School, Mm -hmm. there is an Oscar... Like the actual trophy, yeah, a real one. Yep. Well, or maybe I mean maybe it's referring to a person, but that's how I'm reading it. Well, should we go find out? I think so. Let's do some research. Let's go. All right, we're here at Student Centre, and um, I was wondering if you can help us. We've just found out there's an Oscar on campus. Yep. Can you tell us where the, where it is? Yep, it's right at the edge of reception, right near where security sits. Great, fantastic, thank you. Let's go. 
Oh, look, there it is. Oh, it's over there. Look, let's go. Come with me, everyone. Lockie, there's a bit of information there. Can you, can you read that? There read is, it? there is. Oh, okay, it's in a glass uh, case. Is oh that? So that's the actual... It's beautiful, yeah. It seems cool. like it. Okay, here we go. This Academy Award has been kindly loaned to Afters by Australian sound designer David White, who was awarded for Best Achievement in Sound Editing for Mad Max Fury oh, Mad Road. Mad Max, that's a good film, that In 2015, uh, at the 88th Academy Awards presentation in Hollywood in oh, 2016. Yeah, right. Well, that makes sense. This Oscar is... <laughs> what? It does? It does, because the film yeah, came yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Year, And then it's... Yeah. Also, like, what's the best thing you've loaned someone? That's, surely that's got to be up there. Oh, good one. Yeah, right. We'll come back to that one. So okay. what was the... This Oscar is proudly dedicated to all my incredible colleagues in the Australian sound industry who are all part of this stunning award. That's, that's pretty cool. And it's actually, like, it's genuine. Like, it's the actual thing. Yeah, it's so really cool. I would have thought cool. you would see that. I know, right? Little hidden gem here at Afters. That's it. Maybe one day when I win one, I can loan it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a find. How about that this week? Um, from our very own Afters and, and, yeah, and Oscar right there in the lobby. Um, we've, in fact, taken a picture of that. You'll yes. find that on the socials. Yeah, you yeah. will. You will. At Owen Beck Lockie. And, again, hit us up for your, your fun finds and we may come pay you a visit. But now, uh, a little earlier in the show, we were talking about Mardi Gras, our fun boys' weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Beck, Beck was not available for <laughs> yeah. some reason. Hey, I couldn't um, help it. Couldn't help <laughs> busy calendar, no, Beck. Yeah, we get it. Um, and but now, as we said, Nick Kelly, mm. what a great, what a great chat with him we've had. Um, hey, let's check it out. From his beginnings at SEA to working at Kiss, and now back doing weekends for Today FM. He's worked on podcasts everywhere in the music industry. Nick Kelly, he's done it all. Hey, Nick, thanks for joining us. What an intro. Hello, guys. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. So you hosted this weekend's parade with MC for today. How have you been involved in Mardi Gras over the years? It's really interesting. My, my involvement with Mardi Gras has really evolved over the years. And I think somewhat luckily, most years I don't actually work <laughs> on Mardi Gras night and I don't actually do any kind of like you know, work adjacent stuff around the Mardi Gras, I actually often get to celebrate it um, as a proud queer man and um, someone whose whose sexuality is a really important part of the person that I am in my life. Um, I've kind of liked that I've been able to just experience the Mardi Gras as a punter most years, but the opportunity came up to, to co-host the broadcast on Today FM, the official radio partner on the weekends, um, and we had a great time. It was really good. It wasn't like one of those experiences where you're kind of shoved into a, into a booth and sort of you know, separated from the rest of the event. We were literally in the crowd. You couldn't hear us half the time because it was so electric in that stadium. Um, And I had a ball. And, yeah, I think in the future I'd love to get, you know, involved in in different parts of the Mardi Gras. I've never marched in it before. I'd really love to be a part of the parade one year. Um, So we'll wait and see what opportunities present themselves. But I feel like I've been really lucky to just kind of get to experience it amongst my, my fellow queer community. Yeah, absolutely. So myself and Lachlan uh, were down there. It was electric, as you said. Obviously, you've been to a few of them before. It was our first Mardi Gras. What was your opinion on it being at the SCG? And do you think that's something that could be worked into future parades? Or do you think it just needs to go back to the streets? 
No, I I was absolutely not. When they announced it was going to be at the SCG and that it was going to be ticketed, I did have my concerns around, yeah. you know, things like accessibility and particularly accessibility to those who, who can't, you know, afford a ticket. I think they did a pretty good job of making that ticket price affordable um, and to the point where you won't have what you kind of get on Oxford Street sometimes, people who don't really give a shit about that. Can I swear on this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People. People who don't give a stuff about the parade um, and, and the meaning behind it, but that $20 barrier might be the thing that separates those people and keeps, you know, keeps it to the community. So I think the really good thing was, you know, in the grandstand that I was in, you could definitely tell that everyone there was there for the reason of celebrating, you know, LGBTQI plus um, involvement in the community. And I, you know, the years that I've gone on Oxford Street, if you get there any more than like an hour after, like, an hour before the event, mm. you can't see anything because you've got people on three milk crates taking photos of people that don't even care about to try and sell them to the Daily Mail. And it just, it, it's been really frustrating over the years going to the parade and not being able to see anything. You know, you're kind of standing there on the side of the road um, with a, you know, dodgy vodka and Coke in your hand <laughs> in a Coke bottle. Yeah. Um, and then you're kind of just waiting for the after parties. Whereas this year, actually having the spectacle and the event at the SCG was a really special thing. I think the way I'd like to see it, and I'm, I'm interested in what you guys think, like I'd love to see it go back to start on Oxford Street, allow people to line the streets and see the parade as per it has been in the past. But the parade has always ended up basically next to the SCG anyway, yep. where people just kind of disperse. I would love to see the SCG being the final meeting place where people go around in that circle, they do their final parade moment, and then you've got the performances going on around it as well. I think that'd be a really nice way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny you should say that because that was the idea that we had when we were there. Um, and we spoke to a few people at the event. And it's funny you talk about, and I think it was one of the concerns for many people about accessibility and inclusiveness of having it in a stadium. But there was people that were saying it was more inclusive because there was people there in wheelchairs and stuff and they had proper access, they had proper views of the event and it made it more accessible for them being in a stadium. Um, so there was a bit of chat about, like you said, having it through the street so it does make it open to the public and it makes it open to everyone. And then there is the parade and some sort of after party at the stadium um, so sort of totally. combining both of them. And the party atmosphere there was amazing. Um, I think we'll touch on that a bit later. But yeah, one of the one of the best times and a bit of dancing, which we're, I don't think we we're allowed to do. So I didn't dance because I follow the rules, obviously. Uh, but I there will, was there was people I dancing. I also did no dancing. <laughs> yeah, when oh, absolutely not. Performing. No. <laughs> so Nick, what did you think of the live music acts? What was the heart of the parade for you? I loved it. I thought, like, from go to woe, the musical performances were incredible. I thought um, even the little mini ones that happened, like when Jack Vigen was marching with the mm -hmm. koala float, um, yep. you know, and the koala float got to the front, he kind of burst out into this cover version of Free by Ultranate from the 90s, and it was just, it was a really beautiful kind of diva moment. It only went for like a minute, and he didn't yeah. end up on the stage or anything, but just those little impromptu bits, I thought the DJ mixes between each of the paraders were really impressive as well, and then G Flip getting up there and doing Queen yeah. with the TikTok float and then ending up on that stage. I got goosebumps. Electric Fields were absolutely magic. Montaigne, I love Montaigne. I don't think that song's going to win Eurovision, unfortunately. Be cool, but, be cool. Um, Exclusive, was... put that down. Get that on there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's my controversial thought, but I do love Montaigne. But 
oh my gosh. And I was very, very lucky last night. I got to actually meet Rita Ora and say thank you for giving me my first goosebump-inducing live music moment in about 12 months. Um, the way she closed that show, just the energy and the emotion within it. You know, we were dance, uh, fake dancing. Of yeah, of we course, yeah, we went dancing. Dan- no, we went dancing, no. Never, never. <laughs> no. Um, but I thought, you know, the way she mixed kind of the emotion of, the, of, the, of, of being together and the togetherness and the first real geek back for her, mixed that with just playing damn bangers. Mm. Um, I thought it was amazing. It was a really beautiful moment. And I think it's impressive because the Mardi Gras parade itself hasn't ever had a headline act. It's been the party afterwards that yeah. has a headline act, which costs $150 to get into. Mm. And we bring up that accessibility thing again, and it's like you miss out unless you're a you know able-bodied gay man with a lot of money yeah exactly um, like this does so, sort of mix it all in together i guess doesn't it that's it and i really I, I think live music at the event is going to be an absolute must-have going into the future i think that's the number one thing that they'll learn because that just really brought it all together and gave it some punctuation amongst the actual paraders yeah for me i think as uh, connie mitchell from sneaky sound system that was oh a, yeah that- that was amazing. I love Sneaky Sand System, that song. It was a great moment. Everyone was up off their feet going to get another drink. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, buy, eating. buy some chips. <laughs> no, like even that was the thing. I think those surprise kind of moments in amongst the performances that we knew about were really special as well. And, you know, coming up at the most random of times, like I said, with Jack Vision marching with the Koala mattress brand and then yeah. bursting into song from there. I kind of love what they did with that stuff. And then, yes, yeah, Connie comes out with UFO from Sneaky Sound System. I'm like, what? Nick, you talk about surprise moments throughout the parade. Why didn't Troy sing for us? That's my biggest gripe. I, I now he was marching with the Today FM. He flight. was. He was marching with our drive show Carrie and Tommy. Um, Carrie, you know, has is a choice of super fan mm-hmm. and has never been to the Mardi Gras before. So like them marching Sounds together like was a really special <laughs> thing. Anyway, you asked about Troy. Um, I don't know. Troy is doing his thing, living his best at the moment. I don't think he can be bothered singing at the moment. And look, know. he's worked hard over the last few years. He's allowed to come and just strut his stuff. And yeah, absolutely. Be is, a part yeah. of it, I reckon. But maybe one year, I think it's kind of a no-brainer that he will perform at the Mardi Gras at some point along For the sure. journey. I feel like performing at the Mardi Gras is a real like rite of passage as a queer performer. And so I think it's, it's a no-brainer that he will do it at some point. I think it maybe even would have been a waste him just doing kind of one song with, with the float that yeah, he was good point. a part of. Great point. Yeah. yeah, no, that's just me being selfish. Um, he <laughs> oh, don't you worry. I'm absolute, the same thing. He can absolutely. I thought he was just there to enjoy it and, and good on him. But um, yeah. I, I, I would have liked to see him sing a little bit. Look, and it looks like I thought after like a couple of people had performed with brands, that kind of came into my head because I had no idea what the Today FM float was going to look like. Um, and I, I kind of thought, oh, maybe that will be a little surprise moment that Troy just, you know, does a little moment to my, my, my. But instead he just strutted his stuff and so he should. That's true. It's, he's earned it. So you did talk about maybe try doing it one day in the future. If, let's say, the borders are open, it's 2022 Mardi Gras, who is your dream headliner act? Oh, my God. This is such a difficult <laughs> one because so many of the big icons have already done it as well. Yeah, but could it be, um, like, would you see it as it's the comeback year? Borders are open. You're sort of like, this is the big, we're back. Okay. Year. I like this. Can I do more than one artist? Sure. sure. Can I do, like, can I build a lineup? Yes. Give us a lineup. Okay. I'm going to open the show with Jack Vigeon mm-hmm. just because of that voice. I don't care what he sings. As long as he hits some high notes, that's how you start a party. I'm then going to put, oh. Is Troy doing like, it or are, we, or are we waiting on Troy? Let's do, let's wait on Troy, yeah. I reckon. Let's give Troy his own year. 
This yes. is the big comeback moment. Yes. I'm thinking Kylie. Kylie. I'm yes. thinking Cher comes back, despite the fact she's allegedly not going to tour anymore. And then who do you put at the top? Maybe Robin. Yep. I think that would be my my dream kind of lineup for it. You know, there's been so many incredible and unexpected headliners over the journey. And even like the smaller ones, like when Nick Jonas played, when Betty Who played a few years ago, that was like a moment. So I love when they kind of throw a curveball, but I kind of feel like a mainstream classic gay pop event might be the way to do it yeah. for 2022. What about Gaga? When's Gaga coming out? Oh, that's a really good point. Maybe we do put her above maybe, Robin. Yeah, maybe we yeah. Maybe slap tra- her on yeah. the top of the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, you're in, Lady Gaga. <laughs> And, um, I'll let her know. <laughs> yeah, we'll pass it on. We'll speak to her people and we can see what we can do. Um, so I guess to finish it up, like where can people find you online and what sort of projects, I guess, are you working on at the moment? Um, things I'm working on at the moment, doing a bunch of artist conversations. I, it's my favorite thing to do in the world is converse with artists. So you can find them on my Instagram. It's at Nick Kelly. That's N-I-C Kelly dot MP3. Um, doing some sort of like TikTok wrap ups of fun songs, TikTok history lessons about songs at the moment. Just making content about songs has been my main thing. Plus I'm on Today FM every weekend afternoon from two o'clock and occasionally they'll slap me into other bits, but yes. <laughs> That's where you can find me at the moment, having a bit of fun. Love that. Yeah, that's everything. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's an honour and a pleasure. Um, Anytime I can get involved with afters in any capacity is always a dream. Yeah, cheers. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Have Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You're, You're listening, listening to Owen, Beck and Lockie After Class, the, the podcast, podcast by students for students. Guys, it is time for Venue of the Week. Yeah. My favourite. Yeah, so each week we're going to find the best deals in Sydney, the cheapest food, best happy hours. Yeah, we're all on a budget. Yes, we are. As we said, we're all students. We're about finding the best deals. This week, we wanted to keep it close to home. As we had Taryn earlier in the show, we have gone just down by campus here in Moore Park at the EQ to Fatelli Fresh. All right, here we are down at the front of our venue of the week, Fatelli Fresh. We are here, it's very close to afters, which is why we have picked it this week with a happy hour special, three to six weekdays. That is right. So like a happy hour at three to six, great timing. My favourite would be the $7.50 pints, which is always great. I believe there's some cocktails around, how much were they? $7-ish, I think? Yep, that's right. $8. I don't get cocktails, you do. And they've got pizzas are great, and they're about $10 as well, so that's really good. Three to six. Beck, you've been here before. Yes, I have. Any experiences you've had here? Only amazing. Only yeah. amazing. Experience. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Didn't you drop, that there was no, a, drop no. a pizza somewhere? <laughs> that was just one time. That was just one time. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. You'd rather not talk about yeah. that, obviously. Yeah. Maybe okay. we'll get... That could be an exclusive for sad. next week. Mm. It would have been very sad because they are great pizzas. And boy, for $10. So it is in the EQ right by afters if you are in the area. Lovely place. You might see Guy Sebastian. Yeah, Guy Sebastian was here. We've seen him. There is a... Uh, we've seen see him us. down here. You might see us. Yes, great. <laughs> yeah, and you great. might see some of the... I don't know who they are, but some, some of the rugby league teams. Oh, yeah, the Roosters. There's lots of them yeah. floating about, clucking yeah. around. Yeah. Roosters. The place has got a, a great little inside area, very vibey inside, and a great beer garden as well. Amazing. Love it down there at Fratelli Fresh. (laughs) Highly recommend it. We might actually go there again after this recording. Mm. Does that sound weird? Um, A little bit. It might hurt a few people's ears, but hey, look, we're we're Mm. learning. We're all learning, guys. I'm already down there. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What? You're already what? At Fratelli Fresh. Oh. That was the Fratelli Fresh 
bit. Yeah, gotcha. No, no, no. I understand now. Mm. I wasn't across that. Hey, what a show, right? Amazing. First I mean, one. It's the first, first one. First one down. Good job, hey, guys. Good job, guys. Don't come for us. We're, we'll we'll <laughs> we get are, better. Yeah, um, well, you hope so, because it's onwards and upwards from here. <laughs> yeah, that's well. Can't go any lower than that. Huh? <laughs> if you've made it this far, <laughs> no, thank you. Obviously, I'm joking. Um, got, can I ask, favourite favorite parts, favourite experiences? I mean... If I say experiences, that just sounds like the Sydney experience which Beck didn't even go to. Yeah. All right, we get it, out. we get it. You mm. did miss out on probably the best time of our lives. Now, Mardi Gras was amazing. It was great. I've never been, as we did say in there, yeah. and it was just great yeah. to get down there and experience it. And mm. also to speak to different people. You know, some people were sort of for the stadium, they were loving it, and some people were quite strongly against it. It was a quite polarizing, but it was yeah. good to, everyone sort of had a really good opinion and a good reason for why they didn't like it or did, which I thought was really interesting that you wouldn't know unless you actually spoke to them. Right, exactly. It was, it was surprising to me how many people were on board with it mm. um and i mean the convenience as we heard the convenience of the bar and the yeah. toilets being yeah. so close um yeah. made a huge difference but i mean i don't know why i asked you and you i know why um i know how you felt about it yes mama i'm gagged and good <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and hey also that's, that's <laughs> beck favorite yeah. part i love chatting to nick yeah. It was great to yeah. hear what he gets up to, not just at Mardi Gras, but I guess on you know on the weekends on his mm. show, yeah. and also um, hear about all these TikToks that he does, you know, music updates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we we're on TikTok as well, we so no pressure, TikTok. but we are trying to get on there. But like you said with Nick, it was great. It was sort of a double whammy because we got to speak to him about Mardi Gras, and as radio students, to speak to someone that's on radio, so yeah. we sort of got both of that. It was kind of perfect. Yes, yeah. I mean, he had had great insight doing work with Mardi Gras over the past years. Um, I was desperate to hear his opinion on why Troy Sivan didn't perform. And I got it. (laughs) So um, I'm happy with that. And um, I I mean, Mardi Gras is my favourite as well, right? Yeah, It's going to be. Well, hey, you know what? Fratellifresh is my favourite. I'm putting it out there. (laughs) Venue of the week. We'll keep it Also, not sponsored at all yet, but this was not sponsored. (laughs) Although, if you're listening, (laughs) hit us up again at Owen Beckerlock. Big fans of us down there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Look, I want to go back because we heard a bit of singing in Mm. the... um, (laughs) In the... In the segment of... In the Mardi Gras segment. I just... Look, this is my favourite singing. I didn't play it, though. Hey, brother. Is that you? Um, I think that was Tom Jones, I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolute stitch up there. No. Well, yeah. well, I mean, come on. What else am I going to do? Yeah, that's I've got it. all these hotkeys. I've got to use them. <laughs> yeah, so this podcast is going to come out every two weeks and you can find an all your favourite podcast platforms. Mm. With all the other ones. With all the other ones. Yeah, there's a huge We're selection. we right there at the top of the list. <laughs> the top, Just get one. out. Top 10 in Australia <laughs> <Are> next we, <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, Are we the only uh, student experience? I mean... <laughs> Podcast? Let's just go that far. Yeah, maybe. From the research I've done, we, we haven't were, done enough yeah. research. If you're another student that. podcast, mm. get in touch and uh, give us some content ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's pack this up. You have been listening to Owen, Beck, and Lockie. Thank you so much again for joining us. Do not forget to hit us up on the socials. Yep. At Owen, Owen Beck Lockie. <laughs> Thank you for covering that. Um, hey, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Yep.